the 40k Virgin Podcast. Episode 2, Battle Ready. 40k Virgin is a totally independent production and no money, goods or services were received during the making of this podcast. Hello, here we are again. It's the 40k Virgin back. And we start this episode with a bit of a disaster. Um, You will remember at the end of the last episode, my Space Marines Assault Intercessors, which came from the uh, 40k Command Edition starter set, all the little push-fit figures. Um, They were put together, they were primed, McCrag Blue and ready for going to be painted to battle ready. Well, they've gone AWOL. We do not know where they are. So, <clears throat> yes, I am looking at you, Mr. Mister Wolfman. Yeah, we are holding you responsible. Don't shake your head to me. No, 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 no. We're holding you responsible. We do not know where they went at all. And we turn the studio upside down and they can't be far away. It's only a small studio. So, um, yeah, they cannot be far away, but we cannot find them at all, which gave us a problem. Uh, How do we record episode two, Battle Ready, without our assault intercessors? So... Uh, we had to get busy on on Tinternet and we ended up ordering ourselves uh, a small box of uh, Space Marines Assault Intercessors. It's a box of 10 figures. Um, it's got oh, nine, nine Assault Intercessors and a Sergeant. So... Um, we replaced the sergeant that went AWOL with the first first batch. And we've been busy, very busy, uh, putting these little guys together. Now, this is um, actually been quite good for us. Let me tell you why. Now... Firstly, I, I I actually think that the quality on the uh, the new models which I've just bought, the new minis, are are actually better than the push fit that came with the uh, Command Edition starter set. Uh, there is definitely a seems to be a little more detail within the models, uh, and you've got more choice with the uh, Command starter set. The Command Edition starter set. There's what four or five pieces for the, for for one model. Um, gun holsters, uh, knives, uh, bits and pieces, uh, purity seals, everything were pre-molded. Everything it was all it was already on the model on the on the mini. And with these uh, with these new ones, all, all of the little detail purity purity seals the. Uh, tilting plate on the sergeant, uh, gun holsters, helmets, uh, all all separate, all added on uh, as as you build them, and I I like that. It was fiddly. I thought the uh, the original uh, 
posh fit ones were fiddly, but uh, these were definitely, definitely uh, fiddly. As there's no real set peg and hole to stick the things together with so that they all come out the same, each and every one of the my intercessor squad now is each one is completely different even if i've used the same arms on the same model the position of the arms are slightly different so they look different so they're they're all individual all absolutely individual with the sergeant i i got one sergeant then i had another one with the same stance and i put a tilting plate on him and uh, gave them something different with the weaponry. So now I've now got pretty much two four-man intercessor squads with sergeant. Well, one's not really a sergeant. He's going to be more, more probably more supervisor than sergeant. But you, you, you know where I'm coming from. You know where I'm coming from. Um, so I've now got... Uh, Ten little grey plastic guys sat in front of me and we've got to start all over again. I've got to get the McCrag blue out and go outside and spray these with uh, with the primer, with the uh, McCrag blue primer. Uh, that's my start point. Here we go. Right then, I'm... I'm outside. I've set up the little intercessors in a cardboard box, which is going to be the basically the spray booth. And I am shaking oh, madly a can of McCrag's blue paint. And you can hear that in the background. There we go. So, what I need to do is get a light coat of... Uh, a light coat of uh, primer on on these intercessors. Um, and incidentally, I will be putting photographs of these up on, on the on the website, which I'll give you all of the details later. Right, let's get uh, let's get spraying. Well, I've just done the first batch of of five, and actually, I was quite pleased with that. Uh, it's come out really, really thin, and everything is covered in most places. So, okay. And if I've missed anything, I've got a I've got a pot of McCrag Blue uh, base coat anyway, so I can touch up any missed areas. But yeah, I am quite pleased with those. So now to do the next four. Um, these ones are going to hold the can, can of paint a little bit further away and move it a little bit faster. Hopefully, get a really really thin coat, but get them covered really well. Here goes. Yep. Whoa. <coughs> Blue mist everywhere. But that's the front of them done. I'll just turn them around now and do their backside. But the back of them, not their backside. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just bad choice of words. Here we go. There we go. I think that's the next set done. Okay, we've missed a, some little bits missing down the side. That's it. Quick and easy. Another quick blast down the other side. And that's them undercoated. Fabulous. Now just to let them dry. 
pleased with that. Well, that's the 10 Primaris uh, Ultramarine Space Marine uh, Little Soldier Boys uh, all un- undercoated. The Primaris have been primed. Uh, they're just going to sit there and dry off a little bit now before I start to do all of the other little detail. And incidentally, um, I have no idea about painting or anything on these, so I will be following the uh, tutorial guide. Um, is it Citadel Colour, I think it is. I've got to get my laptop out, do a search, and follow the beady weedy on on there, and he and follow uh, about just a basic, basic, basic paint job to start with to get them battle ready. Join me a bit later. Right, I'm now two hours after base coating the uh, ultramarines. And now I've got them under a really good strong light. Uh, I can say it didn't do brilliantly well at getting absolutely everything covered. But there's enough there. I think I can work with this. I'm not, I'm not going to go out and start spraying again at this point. But what I am going to do is concentrate on just two models to start with, see how they come out. And then if I feel necessary, I can always go and spray a little bit more uh, base coat on, a bit of primer on them, and finish the other ones up after that. I've watched the Citadel Colour website, and it he makes it look so easy to paint these things. I've got a feeling it's not going to be as easy as he makes it look. But we'll uh, we'll I'll, I'll get there. We're almost there. I've got my pot of water. I've got a palette. I've got a nice fine brush, and I've got my uh, what? Which one was it? Um, it wasn't that one. It was a black coloured paint, and I've lost. Oh, there it is. Um, yeah, uh, Corvus Black, which we paint between all the plates of armour. So now that's what I've got to work out is what's between the armour and where I'm going to put it. Right, here goes. Um, bear with me. I, I'm going to go quiet for a short while while I put the first parts pieces of paint on my first mini. Putting on the... Uh, what, what is it? What's it black? What's that black colour called? Uh that Corvus Black, well, that's just taken me a lot longer than I was expecting it to do on just two two minis. Um, it's taken me about 15 minutes, and I have only put on the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest amount of black on each model. Um, <clears throat> this is going to take a long time to paint these little boys. Uh, okay. Right, we move on from doing the black. I think the next one we put on is um, Lead Belcher, something or other on Do Silver Bits. So this is going to take me a long time. Um, I'm going to get uh, get two of these done. When I've worked out what I'm doing with them, then I'm going to move on to the rest, and I think we'll do batch painting on the rest. Catch you in a bit. Now I'm going to move on to the Basilicanum Silver, is it? Basilicanum Grey. Why don't they just number these? 
I'm going on to number one, two, whatever. Don't give them such silly, unpronounceable names. Wow. Uh, anyway, Basilicanum Grey is what I'm going on to next. I've just watched the video again, and I've realised I've painted the bolt guns incorrectly. I've painted the metal parts in the wrong bits. Well, these two, the two I've just done, I'm going to leave. Um, I'll endeavour to paint the correct parts on the on the rest of the models um but uh wow this is this is tough going what i've learned so far is some of these pieces would have been far easier to paint if i hadn't glued it together sorry i don't so, know that one and listen to uh, listen. i added listen to, to your shopping list uh alexa shut up Sorry about that. Um, I keep an Alexa in the house and yeah, she butts in. Um, so uh, I forgot where I was at. Um, yeah, so it's... Uh, bu -bu -bu -bu. It may have been better to have painted things like the arms and some of the stuff that's under the arms on the body of the, of the intercessor before gluing it together. Um, I shall remember that for next time and give that a go. Um, anyway, we, I'm going to get on with doing the uh, Basilicanum Grey uh, contrast over the silver I've just painted. Back in a moment. Well, right, I've posted a couple of quick snapshots of my first little bit of painting on the Facebook page 40k army um, if you go and have a look please be please be gentle uh, remember it is as my first time ever of painting some uh, some minis and what I've learned I've learned a lot uh, the big thing is the biggest biggest lesson I've learned is I need to go to the opticians and uh, get some new glasses um, it's I don't think my very focals are <laughs> really the best things to be wearing for painting these i might just have to get myself a separate set of reading glasses and uh ordinary glasses but hey, that's that's for me to to worry about at uh oh it's uh something for the future right anyway um whilst i was doing the painting i, I was thinking about the uh you know these these have got some meaty looking weapons here and uh i've looked looked those up the uh bolt pistols uh, an intercessor's uh weapon of choice uh, which seem seemingly a lot of them apparently build them themselves or they're forged in somewhere and i can't remember where it was they were they get forged but uh, uh large caliber diamond tipped ballistics they sound like they're going to do some damage <clears throat> So I look forward to uh, start playing a few games and see what what they actually do. And chainswords. Now oh, I've seen Chet Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I remember it from the first edition, first time round. Um, yeah, close close combat melees for 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 the chainswords. Yeah, uh, they definitely I I imagine are going to do some serious damage also. So. These heavily armoured guys, uh, some serious bits of um, weaponry on them. Yeah, I'm sh not so sure these are the good guys. Uh, definitely, I really don't think they are the good guys. So, 
but we shall we shall find out we shall find out as we go along Well, that's just about all I have for this episode of 40K Virgin. I have got a lot of painting to do between now and the next episode. And the next episode, I should be looking at playing my first first sort of games, the first missions from the box set uh, Command Edition. And we'll be looking at, or I will be looking at, um, how these little guys move and all of the, the, the battles, the dice rolling, the phases. I'm going to be looking at all of that. So uh, I've got a lot, to, a lot to do between now and the next episode, and uh, I'll see you then. The 40K Virgin was produced and directed by Martin Holt. The sound recordist and editor was The Wolfman and original music by Patrick So, also known as 29 Beats. No money, goods or services were received in the making of this podcast.